0: You are at war with yourself and likely don't realize it. Your thoughts, beliefs, habits, and actions often sabotage you. Are they helping you overcome adversity or setting you up for failure? To win this battle, you must connect with your inner warrior. We all have a warrior within us, one that strengthens our resolve and helps us to rise to meet life's challenges. If you're just surviving rather than thriving, then it's time to embrace the warrior archetype, live the warrior ethos, and ascend. If you are a veteran, first responder, or someone looking to take charge of your life, find your tribe, and then be the hero of your own story, this podcast is for you. Join Mike Kinney and Matt Hastings, two retired U.S. Army officers who served in U.S. Army Special Operations and Army Aviation units as they share with you optimal performance practices they learned in their time, With the Military and Warrior's Ascent, a 501c3 nonprofit that helps veterans and warriors with PTS.
1: All right, Brother Matt. So let me ask you, let me ask the audience, right? Have you ever felt your motivation wane, right? And wonder, you know, if there's anything that you could do about it, right? Have you, you know, had an ambition or a goal, whether it be your military career, even now? I mean, I deal with this constantly. That... uh, you know, you're aspiring towards, but then you're losing hope and achieving it. And then, you know, wondering, man, is there anything I can do about that? Has that ever happened to you?
0: No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it happens to all of us. Right. Doesn't I, it?
1: I know it's happened in my military career. I know it happens currently. And you're like, man, Hey, I'm losing motivation, hope, you know, it's waning and I want to get it back. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to talk about that today. I think there's a whole
0: industry that helps you with that. You know, they try.
1: Yeah, no, exactly yeah. the self help industry, right? No, but you know they're actually you know uh, equations that will
0: speak to. Why did I know you would have an equation for this, Mike? Because
1: because that's what I do. That's what I do. I love equations. <laughs> no, but so hey, this is the Warriors to podcast. I'm Mike Kenny. This is Matt Hastings to retired um. military veterans, and uh, today we're going to speak to healing intending the soul or spirit as it relates to motivation and hope. So with that said, as I've mentioned, let's start with the equations for hope and, uh, and motivation or procrastination. So what we see here is first motivation or the procrastination equation. We'll, we'll, c- we'll credit... Uh, pierce Steele with this phd right so he says that motivation really is a function of expectancy times value right over impulsivity times delay right so we've talked about this yeah mike can you right. explain
0: that to me <laughs> i thought a phd was a posthole digger Right. I might need some help on this one.
1: Right. Well, I think I can, I don't have a PhD, but you know, I, I can at least explain, you know, the equation, but, uh, no, so expectancy.
0: Yeah. So let's see, I expect that, you know, I could make it to become a helicopter pilot is what I think this. would, we could say in this model, am I correct?
1: That's exactly it. So in, in terms of your motivation, right? Yeah. If you feel that, hey, do I have the ability? Right? Is there is there a path forward for me? Do I have the ability to uh, actually achieve that goal? Is it reasonable? Right? Is your expectancy then high?
0: Was it? Yeah, I had a high expectancy because it was going to be wasn't going to be an easy task, but it was a reachable task.
1: Right, and you knew it'd have its challenges. So I've got an asterisk there, right? Because I wanted to kind of call out from that, you know, or at least speak to the Stockdale paradox and then whoop from Gabriel Oettingen. And the reason I think this is important is because in terms of expectancy, right, if you are not stealing your resolve, you know, in anticipation of difficulty, you're setting yourself up for failure. So while on one hand, you want a reasonable expectation of success clearly you know otherwise you know your motivation is going to wane because you're like there's just no way this is going to happen for me right but the flip side of that coin is if you've got this idealistic concept of it's going to be easy right or you know it's there are going to be no issues no obstacles you know no anything and it might you know my, my path you know it'd be a cloudless sky that's setting yourself up for failure as well. So the Stockdale paradox, so Admiral Stockdale, Vietnam veteran aviator, you know, naval aviator, was shot down in North Vietnam, was captured, spent time in the Hanoi Hilton, right? And, you know, was finally freed. And they asked him, you know, how is it that you survived? And what was the difference between those that survived in captivity and and those that did not make it? And what he cited was this, what he said was those that were despondent, they thought, oh, there's no hope. I'm going to be here forever. They didn't do well because they didn't have the motivation. They weren't um, you know, optimistic in terms of their chances. The paradox lies in, though, those that also didn't do well were those that were overly optimistic and felt that, well, we're going to be out by Christmas was the example that he Man. used. And then Christmas came and went, and they weren't freed. Oh well, we'll be out by Easter then. And Easter came and went, and they weren't freed. And next thing you know, they're like, "Oh God," and we're they lost hope too. You know, they were overly no, optimistic. Despondent. That's exactly it. So the paradox lies in you, you need to be resolute you know, in your resolve that, hey, I, I will make it through this, you, your expectancy is high. But you need to temper it with expectation, reasonable expectation, that, hey, it's going to be difficult, right? There are going to be some roadblocks. It, it is not going to be easy. And that's where that whoop construct comes in. Wish, outcome, obstacle, plan from Gabriel Ottingen and uh, she's a psychologist as well. And what she's pointed out is the difference between those that are high achievers that accomplish their goals and those that don't, those that give up or those that fail, is that anticipation of the obstacles. So you have your wish, right? This, hey, this is what it is that I want to achieve, you know, or case in point in Admiral Stockdale's point, or in his instance, I I want to get out of here. I want to see my family again. So that's the wish. The outcome will be, I'll be reunited with my family, get back to normalcy. Hey, and, and my thing obstacles in that it's going to be a long hard slog that point right there is what separates those that achieve and endure with those that don't is that anticipation of obstacles and then catering for that and then planning for it right you know and then uh
0: that's a good military technique we know there's there's going to be everything is going to go wrong so we plan Mm -hmm. so many contingencies that one of them eventually comes up and you go wow i'm ready for it no, exactly. Same, same idea, but mentally here, yeah. I think.
1: No, and then having the plan, not only to, you know, to have your, your, your wish granted, but how you're going to work around those obstacles. So the reason I say that is expectancy is exceedingly important, but it's expectancy within reasons. It's not right. this pie in the sky. Everything's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to be rich and famous, handsome and powerful, and it's going to be awesome. But it's no, like, well, yeah. no, there's a price to be paid, and, and you will pay that price, and you need to be prepared to do that so next you know is uh value so speak to value for us especially in the context of what it is that you were doing
0: well you know that's again that's like how much do you want something um in my case being a helicopter pilot i was coming from the civilian world and and every recruiter said no why would we ever take a civilian for this very hard to get thing we would always take somebody from within because they we already know that they're a soldier we already have turned them into a soldier you know, you, you aren't one. Why would we ever pick you? And I'm like, well, because you know, I, don't, I don't want to hear this. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to, I'm going to try anyway. That's how much I want it, you know? And each at each step, it was like that. It, you know, you just have to want something. I mean, I wanted to be a pilot. If you take that back and it's just how many different routes I finally ended up at flight school in Fort Rucker, Alabama. You know, and I did not think that was going to be the method in which I did it, but it, it was, and it was the career I was looking for. I just didn't know it.
1: No, and that value is high. So you were willing to put up with yeah,
0: and I mean, with, with,
1: with all of that and say, no, hey,
0: fear, I, no, no matter what, I'm going to find a way. You know, some people were, um, they, they found out that they had um, air sickness right away, and they still had to fight through that. Um, there's, you know, a lot of people. I think a lot of people don't become pilots mainly because of fear. It's not that it's so hard that you can't be trained. It's Some people just can't overcome a fear you know or you know their gyros in their head just don't work good off the ground and they can't fix some of these things you know
1: the gyros in their head yeah no that's good no i mean you know for me so between you know west point you know ranger sfas you know all of that stuff same deal i mean you know all of those things really pretty tough you know and i'm not trying to tell you know stories oh there i was but, uh, you know, I remember my mother asking me you know, um, when I was at, at the academy, you know, she asked, do you think you'll make it? And, you know, I remember saying to her, I, I will handcuff myself to my desk if I have to, because this is, this is my one shot. You know, I came from, you know, I'll say middle, lower middle class yeah. family, yeah. you know, getting into West Point was you know, a, a big opportunity to yeah, really yeah. You know, do well for myself. And I certainly was not going to squander it so no, no matter what i was going to expend every effort to to, to make the best of that absolutely um uh, and then you know i'll say go to ranger you know school that absolutely sucked you know yeah. and i went in the winter you know december to february which made it suck even more um and you know that's one of those things where you know i, I was telling my son they've got the uh, you know the nasty nick obstacle course you know, and they've got this you know, barbed wire that you crawl under. It's, this wor- it's the worm pit, right? Oof. And it was so cold, they broke the ice off that stuff. You know, well, that I, was nice of them. Right, I know. That was nice of them. You know? And then you crawl under that, and you're just like, man, why, why am I doing this, man? It's like, because, you know, hey, I want to be a Ranger. You get the Ranger tab. I didn't want to go to my first unit, 3187 Infantry, you know, Iron Rock Suns without a Ranger tab, you know, they, they, you know, took that very seriously (laughs) uh, in the Iron Rock Suns. So, uh, you know, I, I wanted that more, more than anything, you know, and, you know, and the list goes on same thing with special forces, you know, I'd seen, you know, some special forces operators when I was at West point, you know, for some of our summer training. And I was like, those guys are the best. They're awesome. I want to be, I want to be like them Right. and same deal. It's like, I, I will pay any price. You know within reason you know to to do that um so that value is you know exceedingly high and i think reflecting on you know my career my life the things that have really helped me endure under the most dire of circumstances is really having that high value on what it was that that i wanted to achieve and and without that quite frankly i, d- I don't think you've got that motivation
0: you know? right so. for, for any task even it, an easy task
1: Yeah, you know, or even doesn't have to be anything like to your point. You know, super rugged or tough, but there's got to be at least, I'll I'll say, value commensurate with the level of effort that you're going to put forth.
0: Right? Exactly. That's a good way to say it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So that's the numerator. So now we're going to talk math, right? So, so that you know, you know, the, the higher that is, the higher your potential, you know, or your the higher your motivation. The denominator, impulsivity and delay, obviously detracts from that so the higher that that is the the less motivation you're going to have so we're going to kind of break that out so impulsivity care to speak to that
0: yeah i mean impulsivity you got it this is where you got to stay consistent um you can't just say well one day you know i'm going to be a pilot nah never mind i'm going to be uh you know a combat engineer or nope never mind i'm not even going into the military anymore right and um
1: Chasing the next shiny. Thing. Chasing,
0: yeah, we call it the bigger, better deal, the BBB. <laughs> the bigger, better deal. Yeah, and just like n- not content with where you are, not even becoming even good at what you're at. You know, um, right. I saw a lot of guys do this not not flight school guys, but you're in your unit, you're getting long in the tooth, you think you know everything, and that, you know they're picking up a, a side gig and it's like. Well, I, you're not even good at your first gig. <laughs> you know, why don't you spend that side gig time becoming more of a professional on the on the on the mainline right. one that's important. You know, getting more proficiency. That was my problem with, um, yeah, the impulsivity that I found. Yeah,
1: no. So it's it, exactly it's that lack of focus, that lack of commitment, or or chasing the shiny thing, and you see that that's very prevalent today, I think. And on one hand, it's interesting, you know, that there's you know, many interesting things to accomplish. And that's not saying to not be multifaceted or not to have multiple interests, but to realize that right. to really make progress, you know, you, if you you want got, to the... you've got to stay focused and yeah. committed to, you know, accomplishing something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it really is. How can you, how can you have that kind of value and that tenacity without, you know, consistency?
1: That's exactly it. So, lastly, delay as a as a you know I'll say a detractor. So, speak to that if you would.
0: Well, and I think what you what we're talking here is like that. uh, What I'm looking for is so far down the line, you know, it's Rome's not built in a day kind of a thing. I I want to be driving that helicopter tomorrow, yesterday, but you know, it's not going to happen that way. It's gonna you're going to go through phases. You're going to go through basic skills, and then you're going to learn instruments. You're going to step by step by step. Then we're going to send you your, your unit where you're a nobody. And you're basically going to go through mini flight school again. And that's all step, 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 step. And ultimately, you know, you come out and you go, boom, there's, there's your reward. Now you're ready to go aviator. And, that, and that, that's a, you know, two-year maybe right. timeline. And so the delay of that reward could throw people off the motivation.
1: No, that's well said, brother. That's exactly it, you know? And again, reflecting on what you've done, what I've done, there's I'll say programmed in to that that schooling. People done that for you by and large. Right. So, you know, West Point four-year degree, you know, they're like, we're gonna lay out for you, you know, what your, you know, my degree was in systems engineering. So, here's prescribed for you all the courses you need to take to be a systems engineer, you know, and then the rest of the things that the academy had in store plea boxing and wrestling and, and all sorts of other things, um, you know, and then the military training clearly. But by and large, it's like we're going to present you with a bunch of gates and uh, milestones for you to pass through, and you either pass or you don't. But as long as you are able to pass, know through these gates you're going to make it well and i think
0: the army is genius at that actually you know if you take a look at this little stepping stone these gates you speak of i mean it really is i think it does hold off that delay problem because you are constantly busy doing this job you know doing whatever that job is or doing whatever it is um but You know, the program is what's great. So now if you go back and you're outside of an organization and you're trying to find this on your own, I see this delay being more of an issue, too, because maybe you're not running a a program that's got these built in gates for you. So
1: I think you're absolutely right. No, exactly. When they're when they're built in and you realize, or you know, hey, I just need to do and perform the tasks that have been put forth in front of me. And the rest is, I'm not going to say preordained, but hey, I do all these things and ominous dominus, I get a degree or, or, I'm I'm an aviator or, you know, a ranger or whatever. I just need to pass, you know, it's still tough, you know? And you're like, oh my God, it's so far off, but let me just put my nose down, grind and get it done. And and I know at the end of this pipeline, I will have achieved my goals.
0: It's that joke where they say, hey, a lot of people have been in college for eight years. (laughs) They just usually call them a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> right. you don't okay. have any degree no, exactly
1: yeah. but to your point that delay is really insidious when you're, you're setting your own goals and the path is not really prescribed right and you're like hey it's going to take me a while and there's going to be a lot of work big body work that goes into this and you're like man it's so far off and there's so much work to be done and i'm really not quite sure of what it is that i need to do so case in point like where is the sent as an example I would say a lot of the benefit that people derive from our approach is not so much that, hey, our approach is the best or the only approach out there. It's that we provide a, I'll say, a success path per se, and distill and curate a myriad of different protocols, um, modalities, healing modalities into something that we can say, if you do these things, I'm not gonna say and oversell and say you will be healed, but your life will be better. You 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 will you will definitely in, in terms of incrementalism, like you will be better, you know, in X amount of time if you do these things every day. Right. So that, you know, in, in terms of delay, you know, like, well, geez, I don't even know where to begin. What steps do I need to take? I lack motivation because I can't see the path forward. Right. And it seems to be to be so insurmountable you know that I, I don't even have an assurance that if i do these things that you not know not i will i work. will reach my goal yeah. you know so that's i think you know to to, to I'll, say, I'll say take that abstract concept and and make it somewhat concrete that i think is is important so you know again getting back to you know the, the motivation so expectancy having a re- a reasonable expectation of success that that success path that notion that if i do these things i will be successful number 2 value but i would say value is preeminent i mean it's so it's so important if you if you don't value something enough to put forth again that requisite effort it's it's almost pointless so 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 choose your goals wisely
0: you know after a cohort um we we do group text and we try to maintain you know some tribe and some community there and you know i've been a year plus and and we got a little quiet but recently we've had one of our guys and he's struggling a little bit and he's reaching out. What do I do? I don't know what to do. I just need, I just can't stop. And it's every single, I, I didn't say a word, but I watched as each person in the cohort gave their, Hey, you, are you, are you doing the program? Have you, right. did you, you know, and he go, they go through each person goes through that. Hey, isn't this, isn't the value of being sober better? Like in your family. And it's like chirp, chirp, chirp from that side. Right. And then I started getting them individually just to me. And I started saying, listen, I'm going to echo everything that our classmates said. That's right. Are you doing the things? Are you doing the things? Right. Have you started, have you gotten on a Wednesday warriors thing? Cause we have a great one coming up on missions. How to you know, and I know we did this already, but I know you haven't been to one. So like you have to work it. It's not just going to happen.
1: That's right. Yep. And it's cause like, cause it only works if you do the process only works if you do. Yeah.
0: And, and so you can't, the wish can't just be there you know it comes with everything that's right and i know i know that then this poor guy and i feel i feel for him and he feels overwhelmed that he's never going to be able to get to that first step again but it's just again it goes back to the baby steps um and i again i don't want to pick on anybody which is why i won't say any names or anything of course but um it's uh we, if you don't stay consistent and the thing I love about our program, of course, is I said, we, we left with a journal that was a 21 day, you know, step-by-step journal and like open the thing, so start using it really. And then once you fight for yourself, you'll see us all fighting for you as well. That's kind of how I left it.
1: No, absolutely. And in terms of impulsivity, I'd say there's probably a degree there. You know, it's, you know what to do. Are you doing all the things much like you with flight school? Are you doing the things required to be a good aviator? Well, hey, I've got the side gig now. Yeah. Well, why don't you focus on the things that really are going to get right. you to where you need to be? It's the same thing. It's like, well, no, I'm not meditating. I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not sleeping. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing all the things that are part of our protocol. Right. You're not doing it. It's like, then what, you, what are you looking to do? Well, hey, maybe this will work. No, this stuff will work if you do it and that's it won't work if you don't do it that's that's a promise exactly and that's i can't even promise
0: i can't promise that it's going to work for you the way it works for me but i know it won't do anything if you don't do anything that is a 100 percent guarantee and so you have nothing to lose by trying yeah
1: so hope right we'll credit shane lopez with that and uh He's his book, making hope happen. Right. So what he says is that hope is a function of goals plus agency plus pathways. So we'll just discuss that briefly. So goals, I think are pretty self-evident, right? Right. We've kind of explicated that, you know, numerous times, hey, purpose, mission, goals, you got to have goals, right? That direct you, right? So, hey, without a goal, you're just a ship drift. You're wandering aimlessly. You've got no North Star. So so setting smart goals, reasonable goals, very, very important. Agency is the next thing that we'll speak to, which is important. So agency is just nothing more than, I'll say a fancy way of saying that, you know, you have a degree of control or influence on the outcome. You know, in other words, you're not just like unempowered right to where I have, I have no bearing on the outcome. It's either going to happen or it's not like without, without my input at all. That's not the case. Agency is all about no, you know, I may not have total control, but I definitely have influence there. I do have some degree of say or control impact influence on the outcome through my actions. So having that level of agency you know, is important. Last thing is pathways. And you've talked about this before in terms of um pace right contingency so so you know in the special force we talked about pace pro, you know primary alternate contingency and emergency whether that was COMO, whether that was um lc's pz's routes. whatever it might be okay. routes what have you but that redundancy which is you know very very important this same thing same concept so if they're saying pathways i'd say in military parlance contingencies this notion that well if we can't achieve it this way Let's achieve it this Another way. Another way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not you know, an instance where, um, hey, there is one way to do this. And if there's an obstacle in that way, we have no hope. Right. It's the ability to, to say, no, you know, we, uh, if there are obstacles in our way or impediments, right, to us of achieving our objectives, we can either circumvent them, we can overcome them, or we can go a different route that will get us the same way. Or, or, or achieve the same objective, I should say.
0: I used to always say all the time when we were planning, you know, somebody go, well, I hope that... And I would say, hope is not a plan. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to hear hope in this at all. I want right. a plan with three, you know, contingent routes in and out. I want pace on the ground. I want this. I don't want hope. That's right. But- I want to
1: say Gordon R. Sullivan. And I, I believe he was the superintendent when i was when i was at west point wrote a book called uh hope is not a course of action yeah. <laughs> i believe that's the title but no absolutely it's like hey hope is great I'm sure but, I but it, you know I heard it
0: from somebody else and i thought that is when you're military planning that is accurate i like this um, equation though because it kind of makes that not so true you know absolutely I have some goals agencies and pathways yeah I, I i realized the other thing i realize about hope is um it's something you have to have you know in the world for yourself to change to get that self-actualization i mean if you lose any hope you're not getting there i don't think so i mean that's obviously what we're talking about here
1: no obviously and yeah, when, when hope begins to wane or as I think MacArthur said in his address to the core cadets when hope becomes forlorn. Um yeah, you you've got a problem. I mean, you can have a great plan, but if you're like ah, so that's important. So anyway, to to sum things up, to make it actionable, you know, the takeaways are, you know, in terms of motivation, right? You've got to value things very high highly for for tough goals. That's very important. So if you're embarking on, you know, Something that you know is going to be crushing, you'd better value it highly and really have that dialed in, right? So, expectancy, right? You need to feel that you can do it, but you have to know that there are going to be challenges, right? And obstacles in the way. So, again, I'll, I'll cite the Stockdale paradox grit, tenacity, call it whatever, impulsivity, right? So, make sure you've got commitment, focus, intention, right? And attention. Don't be distracted because otherwise, you know, you will lose motivation and then delay, right? Set intermediate and long-term, you know, intermediate goals for your, for your long-term objectives. And that way it's not so far off. You can meet an objective, you know, week to week, month to month year to year that, that provides, I'll say a sense of urgency, which will kind of keep you on task. Cool. Cause otherwise it seems so far off that you're like, yeah, I'll get to it someday. And it
0: feels good to have little victory. So if I had, if I put this goal here and I make it, wow, that feels good. That's so in right. the next goal, I'm pretty sure I can make that. And then I hit that goal and, and it feels good. Th-
1: no, and th- there's a psychology to that. They call it hit- the power the power of incremental wins. Yeah, I, I and there was is saying, a psychological concept to that. This notion that I'm proving to myself that I can achieve my goals. Yeah, and that I I, I can stay true right exactly. It's self it becomes self perpetuating. Yeah, exactly. So so beyond just meeting the incremental steps in achievement, you're reinforcing this notion that y- you can succeed and that you can honor those commitments to yourself. I think so a, you're right.
0: personal fitness trainers subscribe to this kind of theory. I mean. It's, it's, it makes sense in so many walks of life to think like that.
1: Yeah. So lastly, in, in terms of hope, right? So goals, they need to be worthy and exciting, of course, as we've talked about, right? So agency, you know, you've got the power to bring your, your goals to fruition. So that's important is this, again, this understanding that you, you do have the ability, right? And if you don't, if you're like, There's, this is beyond my control, I mean, hope is going to be hard to come by right yeah. and then lastly pa- you know pathways pace multiple ways about going in and achieving your objective so that redundancy so that if you do invariably meet obstacles it's not the case that all is lost and now you know the ship is sunk you know we can say no nope, hey we've got a contingency we have got a plan for that there are other means yes so that's key all right so motivation and hope as it ties to I'll say soul and spirit you know, so I think very important. Excellent. All right. Appreciate All right. you, brother. Yeah.
0: Episode nine in the book. Hi, Matt Hastings here, sending a thank you for watching this episode of the Warriors Descent podcast. You know, we strive to build a community of warriors made up of our nation's veterans and first responders, and to reach as many of those in need as possible, we need your help. Please just smash that like button and comment or share our content. Warrior's Ascent is a Kansas City-based nonprofit that aids veterans and first responders with PTS. I went through this effective program and want those that are struggling to find what I found. Check us out on our website at warriorsdissent.org.